0: How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. If you haven't watched our previous video that just dropped a couple minutes ago, the Yankees just executed a trade with the Los Angeles Dodgers, Jorbit Vivas, and Victor Gonzalez. Two interesting prospects we gave up. Obviously, Trey Sweeney in this deal. We broke those players down, gave you some insight into what they have to bring to this team. Now, guys, Jorbit Vivas is a top-10 prospect in the Dodgers uh, farm system, and we got him for pretty much next to nothing. I mean, he is arguably better than Trey Sweeney, and we got a left-hand. Heavy sinker ball thrower, good velocity in Gonzalez to boot. So, really good deal for us. But today, this episode specifically, we're going to talk about Yoshinobu Yamamoto and the latest updates regarding that. So, today, they are having the meeting. The Yankees are meeting with Yamamoto and his representatives. Obviously, Joel Wolf is his agent, um, also the agent for Kodai Senga. So, we're going to see exactly how these things progress. But the Yankees are bringing in the big guns, my friends. This isn't no Brian Cashman solo mission. This is Hal Steinman are going to see Yamamoto in Los Angeles. Now, if you're asking, why they're doing it in Los Angeles, I think the most obvious answer to that question um, is that Japan, the flight to Los Angeles is a lot easier than the flight from, um, obviously, Japan to New York. So I think it's just easier for Yamamoto. Yankees are sending their brass, including ownership, to go meet him. And we know what happened last time uh, Yamamoto, or rather Steinbrenner, got involved in a big deal like this. We signed Arson Judge. And I I do feel as though right now, we're in a good spot. We have a lot of leverage. We have money. We're going to be aggressive. The Dodgers reportedly aren't out of the mix, but I do think that, It's a little bit lofty to assume they're heavily in the mix. I think right now we're really looking at the Mets um, as our primary competitor here. Steve Cohen went to Japan um, to actually meet Yamamoto. So that obviously sends a a big message of how interested they are. But Steinbrenner going to Los Angeles. They saved the number 18 for the guy. There's a lot of variables in play that really suggest the Yankees want to make him a future ace on this team. Look, Garrett Cole's going to hit a wall at some point. Carlos Rodon's coming off a season where he was just plain awful. We need to have that security uh blanket and look Yamamoto could be an ace on day 1. This guy could 25 years old step in and be one of the best pitchers in baseball and I think that his pitch mix, his velocity, his stuff, his confidence. He wants to be in a big market. He wants to be a Yankee, man. He wants to don the pinstripes. He knows Hideki Matsui, he knows Masahiro Tanaka. He knows how important wearing the pinstripes is and he knows it's a little bit more important than donning the orange and blue that the Mets so I guess graciously wear in a less uh, important stadium than the Yankees. And the Yankees are making a run for a World Series, and the Mets are rebuilding. Right, like there's a big difference here between both clubs right now. They want to make him a long-term piece to their development. The Yankees are trying to win a World Series right now, and I think that leverage alone may be enough to convince Yamamoto to sign uh, with the Bombers. So, and how are you feeling about the Yankees sending the big guns to go meet him and the probability of them actually signing him right now? I feel like we have a really good chance, and we would have we talked about a dream offseason meaning Juan Soto and Yamoto guys. It's happening. Like, we are staring at what we called a couple months ago would be a dream scenario. So how are you feeling at this point in time about this perspective deal?
1: Yeah, so, you know, looking at the Yoshinobu Yamamoto sweepstakes, let's make one thing very clear, right? The top bidder is going to win this bidding war, right? Like Michael Marino came on our podcast last week and was very clear about that. Look, Young Little does care about the history of organizations. He thinks that matters. But, you know, if the Mets make an offer of $275 million and the Yankees make an offer of $240 million, it's not really a question about what he's going to take. But if we're talking about the Mets make a $275 million offer and the Yankees make a $270 million offer that's where the Yankees might have the edge there now looking at Yoshinobu Yamamoto uh you know I know there's a lot of questions about hey is this a guy you're going to commit that type of money to knowing number one he has never made a pitch to major league level and number two the fact he's going to be coming over from Japan Japan is a different baseball it's a little bit easier to spin it's a little smaller um it's less slick um you know and another variable here is of course they pitch on six day rotations and not five um but look this guy's talent is it's it's truly that good there's a reason why the New York Yankees among other teams they're willing to make offers north of 250 million dollars and I wouldn't be surprised to see him sign a $300 million contract. Again, you know, I know people are projecting into that $250 to $260 million range, but when you look at the guys that are going to be bidding for, for uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, you have the Mets, you have the Yankees, you have the Dodgers, right? Those are the big three right there. Those are the three teams you're looking at and saying, one of these three teams are most likely going to walk away with Yoshinobu Yamamoto. What is the Blue Jays' level of interest going to look like following their whiff on Shohei Otani, right? You know, how how willing are the Red Sox going to be to go out and make that big-time investment for a guy who they sorely need, Uh, you know— a, And look, the best case scenario for the Yankees is that they walk away with Yamamoto, but you're also playing a little bit of keep away here. You don't want to see Yamamoto walk to the Red Sox. You don't want to see Yamamoto walk to the the Blue Jays. And I know they're not in your division, but you really don't want to see Yamamoto end up on a Dodger team that has Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, and just added Shohei Otani. If you want to talk about something that will be crushing to your World Series chances that'll certainly, that'll certainly put a dent in them. Um, but, you know, the Yankees have an opportunity to, you know, make the evil empire move. And, you know, I, I know that I recently did a podcast with Aiden where I sat here and talked about, you know, the Yankees are the brightest team in New York. They are the the number one market, right? Like they're the team you want to play for if you want to become a star. And a lot of people, you know, criticized with, you know, well, he'd be a star anywhere. Yeah, a baseball star. He'd be, a, you know, if you're into baseball, you'll know who he is. I'm talking about international. I'm talking about a type of guy that you go. Hey, do you know who this is? Oh yeah, I don't watch baseball, but I know who Yoshinobu Yamamoto is. The type of guy that when you're sitting at a bar and you're you know you're trying to flirt with a girl, you're flirting with a guy, whoever it may be, uh, and they're not into baseball, and you're like, yeah, you know I'm into baseball, and they're like, oh, what team you root for? You go to the Yankees, they go, oh yeah, Yamamoto plays for them. I know that guy. That's the type of star you become. I'm not talking like, look, no disrespect to guys like, you know, you know, they have stars over the league, right? You know, like Julio Rodriguez is a star. Um, You know, uh, Bryce Harper is a star. Bryce Harper's a guy that everybody knows. Mike Trout is a star. But man, you go to a bar and you go, hey, you know, what are your thoughts on, uh, you know, this really good player? You only finished top 10 in F4 this year. What are your thoughts on Marcus Simeon, right? They're not going to say, oh yeah, I know Marcus Simeon. No disrespect to Marcus Simeon, but baseball isn't basketball or football, where that is a player-driven league where everybody knows. The players. You ask somebody, hey, do you know John ja Morant? Yeah, like, oh yeah, I know who John Morant is. Maybe they'll make fun of him a little bit, but they know who he is, right? Well, you ask somebody, hey, do you know who Daniel Jones is? They're like, Oh yeah, he's the quarterback of the New York Giants, even though he's not a star, right? Like, that is the brand, that is the marketability of those two leagues. If Yoshinobu Yamano wants to become a superstar, an international icon of the likes that very few get to reach. That happens with the New York Yankees. Uh, you know, no disrespect to the Mets, no disrespect to the Red Sox, no disrespect to the Blue Jays. The Dodgers, he could probably also do that with because he's playing with Otani. I mean, all of Japan is going to be watching the Los Angeles Dodgers next season. But for the New York Yankees, look, you go play for the Yankees. You go, I mean, go travel anywhere. You see a baseball cap, it's a Yankees hat, right? You go anywhere. You go, you know, you talked about like, you know, contention, right? Like what are the Mets situation contention wise? The Red Sox, right? The Bledges and Dodgers are in that same camp with the Yankees and the Dodgers more so where they can say, yeah, we are contenders. We're going to win games next year. We're going to compete in the postseason. We do it almost every year. The Red Sox and Mets don't have that argument, right? And in terms of historic franchises, I mean, the Red Sox, Yankees, and Dodgers are certainly historic. Would you call the Mets and Blue Jays historically great franchises? Not necessarily. Again, Yamamoto wants the spotlight. Come play for the biggest market in your city, in the country, arguably in the world. Go play for the New York Yankees. That's where you want to be, Yamamoto. I'll even throw in another
0: thing here. Why, if he wants to be in the spotlight, if he wants to be the guy you're not going to the Dodgers because you are not the guy there. Otani's the guy there. You know you are going to be playing second fiddle to Otani your entire MLB career if you are Yamamoto. If he comes to the Yankees, he has a chance. And, and and this is what would this is what Steinbrenner, if I if I was him, and this is what I would say to him. Look, if you go to the Dodgers, man, Otani's the superstar there. He's gonna get all the attention. He's gonna get all the credit. But if you come here, like you sign a seven eight year deal with us eventually you're going you could take Garrett Cole's spot. Garrett Cole is one of the best pitch, was the best pitcher in baseball last year and you have a chance to to succeed him in the future and become the ace of the New York freaking Yankees. Like you said, you go to a bar, you see someone with a Yankees hat, they probably don't even know what the freaking baseball team is, but they're wearing a damn Yankees hat. That's how big that brand is. People just wear the Yankees hat for fashion. People come here buy Yankees hats because it's fashionable. If you if you're Yamamoto, And you want the layman fan to know who you are? You go to the Yankees because you're going to be you're going to be in the shadows of Otani in Los Angeles. But again, like you said, money does talk. But, and I don't think the Yankees are gonna are gonna let the money scare them away. I don't think the Dodgers are gonna after spending 700 mil. I know they deferred a lot of money, but 700 mil on Otani. I don't think they're about to dish out 300 mil for Yamamoto. Personally, I think the Yankees are about to dish out 300 mil uh, for Yamamoto, especially because they've already acknowledged that Juan Soto could be a one-year rental deal. Like if Juan Soto leaves, at least your starting pitching rotation is absolutely phenomenal, and you can figure out a way to bolster the outfield obviously next year is going to be interesting because you have verdugo hitting the free agent market and soto but you also have jason dominguez coming back maybe everson pereira takes a big step forward um there's a lot of variables moving here but look this is the truth you have one soto guaranteed one year you have yamamoto on the free agent market who's all it's going to cost is money the yankees are trying one soto says to me and ryan i know it says to you, they're trying to win a World Series in 2024. That is a move to win now with Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge in their primes. Are you really going to knock get Yamamoto right now for that? You know what I mean? Are you really going to stop just short of making a real push for a World Series championship? Are you really going to stop at the one-yard line? The only thing missing is an elite starting pitcher, and you can get him. Are you going to stop right there? No freaking way. Hal Steinbrenner, like you said, is turning evil empire on our ass. He is turning into George. George, he might have rolled over in his grade a couple of years ago, but the guy's in his grave freaking giving him a standing ovation right now. I got to say, he must be in his grave freaking cheering, fist pumping. Let's freaking go. This is what I left my team to. This is what I left my, my, my legacy to. Someone who's going to try to win. Spend your way out of adversity. You have the money. You have the resources. Let's freaking go and win a championship. We haven't been to one in over a freaking decade. Yamamoto... He gives you that one-two-three punch in the in the playoffs. You have Rodon, Cole, Yamamoto. Who the hell is stopping that if they're all healthy? You know what I mean? This is what sometimes those playoff games. It's a two-to-one win. Juan Soto hits a solo shot, and Yamamoto pitches seven scoreless innings. That's what a playoff win looks like sometimes. Yankees have a chance to make that a reality. Hal Steinberg are going to L.A. going to meet Yamamoto in person? I mean, last time we saw him do that, you know what happened, my friends. He, he, he went and did it with Garrett Cole. He did it with Aaron Judge. And now he's going to do it with Yamamoto. And when Hal Steinbrenner gets involved, he very rarely loses out on a player. Very rarely. This could be a, very, a historic bidding war for an international pitcher like this because of Steve Cohen's existence in this equation. I think the Dodgers will bow out pretty early. But they want – the Mets want freaking Yamamoto, man. If the Yankees match that offer, he's going to choose the Yankees because he has the, he has the chance to be the guy – the guy of the future and win a championship next year, not wait two or three years for the Mets to be ready. He can win a freaking chip this year Um, and he can get paid like a freaking madman. So, I mean, this is the truth. This is what I would be thinking if I was him. You got a chance to be a part of the most historical franchise in baseball. You have a chance to be a championship-winning pitcher in year one of your MLB tenure and succeed Eric Garrett Cole in the future as the ace of the New York Yankees as an international phenom who everybody freaking knows. That's what you have at your fingertips. That's what I'd be selling if I was Steinbrenner. What does Steve Cohen have to offer? Money and a chance to win in three, two, three years. That's what he has to offer. And no international uh, respect. No international really uh, you know, aura and image it's going to be the Yankees that freaking get this guy because they're willing to spend, and they got the image, and they got everything they can to throw out this guy. So love your perspectives below, as always, my friends. I know a passionate rant by Ryan and I, as always. We are excited to complete the Evil Empire takeover right now. And I know a lot of people are taking shots at Yankees fans like, oh, you're spending blah, 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 blah. And like, you know what? Your teams could spend too. Your owners are just cheap as hell. That's the truth. So, you know, you want to take shots at the Yankees? Our owners actually give a shit. They actually want to win games. They want to spend. They want to put money back into the product, into the organization. Every other owner is just taking it. It's a revenue-sharing league, man. They take their money, pocket it, and go buy a freaking yacht. Not our fault. It's not our freaking fault. Our ownership wants to win and have a legacy. You know what I mean? And we're going to enjoy every every freaking second of it. It makes me happy. I'll take all the dopamine hits we can get (laughs) because last year was absolutely horrendous, and we spent a lot anyway. So you know what? Look, money doesn't mean you're going to win every game, but right now we're adding Hall of Fame-level talents to our batting order. We have a chance to land a superstar international pitcher. This is what makes this is what really defines a legacy and, and how Steinbrenner right now has a chance to define his legacy for the future. And I think he's gonna make sure that he gets it done. So as I said before, make sure to like and subscribe as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.